0: It's time for Yusuf on Security. I'm your host, Ibrahim Yusuf. Welcome again. In today's episode, let's have a look at an analysis carried out by Google on 80 million ransomware samples they've received through VirusTotal. But before we get into that, let's recap the top trending security news. And this includes a new security baseline for business-to-business processes and Adobe issues out of bounds update it's all coming up next on use of on security this is use on security episode 39 recorded saturday 30th of october 2021 what 80 million ransomware analyses revealed. Adobe has pushed out an out-of-bound update, and on Tuesday, October the 26th, Adobe released an update to address more than 80 vulnerability, and this was affecting 14 of their products. And of those, 66 are rated critical, um, which is uh, quite, quite significant. And Adobe normally releases security updates on the second Tuesday of each month. Now, Adobe is still a security update on the second Tuesday, as I just said, of the month. Microsoft's patch um, is, is on Tuesday too, just so that you can draw parallel. Now, for at least a year, Adobe has been releasing updates on other days as well. And, and these updates are not necessarily more important. And in this case, can be considered regular um, updates without, a need to, without the need to expedite the patching. And I would say if you really have 66 of them um, um, out out of the 80 released, uh, you know, being rated critical, I think that should be really a merit um, for it to be quickly fixed. Unfortunately, it does not include Acrobat, which is quite the popular by far. Um, so it's going to impact a smaller set of users um, because the chunk of their users are using Acrobat. And remember, Acrobat has both um, paid as well as a large portion of unpaid. So it's quite popular. There are a lot of EDF readers, certainly, but by far, Adobe is still um, um, dominating that um, uh, market. And... You know, even so, make sure that you are applying the, the update from things like Creative Cloud, which is quite popular to, um, to make all sorts of stuff. And make sure that you know, all versions are exited so that the update can be applied, um, because apparently you will not be able to it will not self-update um, if it's still been running. Um, you, you will hear from your users would say, yeah, I applied those updates yesterday, but make sure that you've actually double-checked those. So, the security baseline, and and this is a vendor neutral security baseline called the minimum viable security product. And it's designed to list the minimum acceptable security requirement for business to business software and business process outsourcing suppliers so this is more to do with what we've been seeing lately and and trying to actually help um, with 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 regard to that and this is the you know the supply chain attack that we're actually seeing quite a lot which is quite devastating when it really succeeds so this checklist was developed and backed by technology companies including google salesforce okta slack And they said, quote, our goal is to increase the minimum bar for security across the industry while simplifying the vetting process. Now, according to um, a Google post, um, they cited um, organizations such as Poneman Institute, um, which revealed that 59% of companies have experienced the breach caused by one of their vendors or a third party. And the main issue is the organizations have traditionally had to design and implement their own security baseline for vendors across, you know, Quite a large um, number of brands, and this re- this poses a risk, um, and this creates an impossible situation, um, quote unquote, quote, as they put it, um, for vendors and enterprises as they try to accommodate thousands of different um, requirement, um, and and really this just lessens the complexity of um, of of vendor selection. Um, so it's at the minimum acceptable baseline to verify a product security posture and understand its security gaps essentially so you really um, should be just looking at this and have a look at uh, your vendor selection when you are doing this uh, because I think Maybe we're missing the plot here, um, and we need just to go back to the basics. Nothing extraordinary here, really. Um, and I'm thinking of really just going into the details and going through that checklist. Um, um, here are these, you know, future podcasts But certainly, it will not reveal something that you didn't know already. But it certainly will streamline what you should be doing, so that that comes crystal clear what you should do and what you should avoid and what are the gaps that actually exist within your process so it's a great um, effort um, for those vendors The main talk. What 80 million ransomware sample um, analysis revealed? Google has released a report um, taking a closer look at the uh, ransomware sample uploaded to its VirusTotal service um, in the last year and a half. And for those of you who are not familiar with virus total is a engine aggregator service owned by google um, where you would find most of the security vendors engines um, their antivirus etc um, it's more than just antivirus it, it has all the capabilities um, in it but you certainly have um, a great deal of resources in there. There is a paid service as well as a community version which you can subscribe and use their API um, to maybe use your own um, applications um, for SOC analysts to go and enrich when they are doing um, investigations such as threat hunting and maybe um, normal routine forensic um, investigation. Now, just to really give you a magnitude of what um, VirusTotal is, each day approximately 150,000 ransomware samples were analysed by the free VirusTotal service, after being submitted by suspicious computers users and shared within the security community to enhance the threat intel and, and improve the um, antivirus product. Um, so you, you can see the scale. Total first ransomware activity report reveals that it received ransomware submission from 150 different countries around the world and discovered that at least 130 different ransomware family have been active since January 2020. So we're not going that far back, but there's a lot of things that actually has that has been gleaned out of this analysis. And during a deeper analysis of a smaller, more curated um, set, um, around 1 million um, double-checked ransomware sample they determined that the Gankrab ransomware as a service operation um, um, ruled really um, the chart. So crab is a notorious, of course, ransomware as a service um, that is causing havoc out there. Um, and that is the one that dominated. Um, and for the most commonly seen family of ransomware, this is the number by far that has been seen since um, early 2020. And if I quote Um, from their um, analysis quote gang crap had an extraordinary peak in q1 2020 which dramatically decreased afterwards it's still active but at a different order of magnitude in terms of the number of fresh samples unquote and if i just really glance the report here you got Gankraft which stands um, the the sample stands at seventy eight point five um, across the Um uh, Babuk is another ransomware um, um, seven point six one so you can see the order of magnitude seventy eight point five you know on the top one, and the second um just seven point six one um, quite a lot the third is thirty one point eleven uh, percent um, Mats new. Um, sorry, the third was Cerna 3.11 uh, Matsnu M A M 2.63 point six three. Wanna Cry, you remember that? April 2017, if I just throw you back um, on the memory line, that's the one that really devastated the National Health Service and typically uh, took advantage of the s protocol the symbol message um, um, block, um, port 441, um, really to aim at the Windows 7, although Windows XP has still been around at that time, but they really aimed at Windows 7 um, when the National Health Service in the UK was really um, hit hard at that time because predominantly that was the operating system that was in use, apparently. And then the... um, and the next one is the Congur, C-O-N-E-G-U-R, 1.52%. And then the Lockheed, 1.29%. Tesla Crypt, quite a popular one still, 1.12%. Um, Arcor, I don't see much really, this one, 1.11%. 1. And Reviton, um, 0. 07 So certainly... Quite a junk. Um, the top um, um, list um, you can see in a runner up position, obviously, um, a Babuk is the second one after the um, Gangcrap. And quote another sizable peak occurred in July 2021, um, driven by you know the second in line there, Bamboo ransomware family, and it's a ransomware operation launched at the beginning of 2021, and um, that was behind the attack of the Washington DC Metropolitan Police Department. I think that was um, well quoted on the media outlet. And of course, it's important to look beyond the biggest ransomware family, of course, um, which might be you know the ones that are grabbing um, the headlines and beyond the top ten. Um, virus to report that there is quote, there is a baseline of activity of around 100 not so popular ransomware family that never stops um, so that really is something to to take away from that report. Um, but, you know, what might be supr- um, surprising to, to a lot of people is the, is the finding that typically ransomware doesn't take advantage of exploit to, to prison organizational defense. According to the report, only 5% of the cyber examined contained um, exploit. And this is what they said. Quote, we believe this makes sense given that ransomware samples are usually deployed using social engineering, um, and I'll come back to that, and, by, and or by droppers, um, smaller program designed to install malware. In terms of ransomware distribution, attackers don't appear to be needing exploit, other than for privileged escalation or for malware spreading within um, internal network. And this reminds me of the then um, cyber chief of the NSA, Rob Joyce, um, stating cyber crooks don't need an exploit. Um, They don't have to um, because they would rely on essentially social engineering and the um, human being being gullible and being fooled very easily. So um, regardless, organization would be wise not to be lax about keeping their IT system patched against the latest vulnerability. And and in addition, of course, um, I would recommend to make sure that you certainly um, look at all the resources available online and from the various vendors that you associate yourself with with regard to your security tool set um, and have a look at their ransomware defense um, guidelines, but also the best practice that you should be um, adhering to. And most importantly, as I said many times in this um, various episode, threat hunting is a fundamental um, tool set that Should be really part of your um, EDR XDR um, um, journey because certainly the baseline and the setup of your tools might be sound and good, but you you need to actually take one extra step and see if you can poke around and see if there are anything sticking around behind the bushes and um, hiding um, in plain um, um, sight, and by doing essentially playbook approach, um, threat hunting, that would be something that you really need to have a look at. If you don't have the skills or the um, manpower to drive that home, then you can, because most of the vendors nowadays do offer a playbook-driven um, security analyst, um, human beings such as you and me, throwing security um, playbooks at your um, estate to, to make sure if there's anything that would actually stick. That would be really the best, um, second best, if you don't have the capability, either knowledge or um, skill shortage, that is, or maybe you, you're not really, you cannot scale because you don't have the um, human power to, to drive that. That might be something that you need to absolutely um, um, take advantage um, of. So, just to summarize um, the findings, um, you know, at least 130 ransomware groups are active in 2020. But October 13th um, is when Google have actually. Um, Released this. Um, there were peaks of, of attacks in the first two quarters of 2020 and during July 2021. And certainly, I think everyone felt, you know, really um, the first quarter of this year, how things have actually turned quite dramatically. Um, the 10 largest ransomware families are WannaCry, um, Reverton, Tesla, Crib, Cyber, Ryuk, um, Lockheed, Arcor, Kanko, Matsunu, and uh, Um Those are the top. If you haven't really, if you're not familiar with those names, um, hopefully you shouldn't. Um, but it's something to absolutely be aware of out there. Um, there are at least the 30,000 types of malware, by the way, um, and, and, you know, Gunk Crap alone has at least 6,000 types of different malware variation because there are copycats. Um, when something is successful, um, people will copy, and so goes for the ransomware. GunCrab is the most active ransomware family, which accounts for 78.5% of the attack, as I said. And 75% um, of ransomware attack are, are on Microsoft Windows-based um, files, um, whereas only 2% of attacks are on Android accounts. VarysTotal um, um, stated that. Now, Google Chrome has no ransomware attack, according to the, according to the release, because um, I'm mentioning browser, because really, as you know, browser is our window um, to the internet for those of you know who have grandmothers um, the browser is the computer the browser is (laughs) for those older generation the browser is the internet Um, so something that we need to be aware of is to maintain your browser as well because a lot of things can go wrong if you have a browser that is out of date and that's the end of the show Um, and I thank you once again uh, for joining me and until then take care